Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the Refs Sooner Game Day Wrap-Up Show. Breaking down all the action, here's Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer. Well, how much fun was that? Wasn't that a good time? Tonight was a reminder that OU football can be fun, it doesn't have to be super stressful, and yes, they can play a style of football that is reminiscent of the dominant teams of OU have passed, and a, 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 a product that means that they can play good defense, run the ball, and have great special teams as well. Welcome into the postgame show. Tonight was a glimpse into the future. OU is an 11-win team this year. They cap off an 11-2 season with a 47-32 win over the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Shortened postgame show tonight, just 90 minutes. Josh Elmer and myself will be here with you, and of course we'll be taking your phone calls, 405-329-9000 on the Rod Polson Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line. But hey, uh, it didn't take OU long to dominate. Yeah, they had a three and out on the first possession of the game, but they get a quick turnover. OU led virtually every single minute of this football game, and I, it, it was my overwhelming thought, Josh Helmer. T- tonight, to me, was a glimpse into the future of what this program is going to look like. Yes, the head coach will be different. Yes, there's a lot of assistant coaches that will be different as well, but in terms of running the football, in terms of you know playing tough defense, for the most part, of course, and putting an emphasis on special teams, this is kind of – what I think you could expect from OU football moving forward, which is a welcoming sign to everyone. I, I thought Oklahoma in this game would come out and try and make a statement about a lot of the items that you just mentioned off the top, that this is going to be a physical football program now and moving into the future. And we saw that tonight with the way that they ran the football with Kennedy Brooks in particular. His uh, big first half, it was the best uh, first half rushing for a single player in Oklahoma yep. Bowl history for Kennedy Brooks. He finished with 14 carries for 142 and three touchdowns tonight. Eric Gray had the big 48-yard run. And Marcus Major, even sort of in the mop-up duty, wrap-it-up duty late, ran hard and ran well for Oklahoma. And there was an emphasis in the way that they ran it. We saw some electricity Right? From Caleb Williams. I I wanted to see that in this final game from Oklahoma's quarterback. We think of the future. We'll see if there's any commentary on that from Oklahoma, from Caleb Williams in the immediate aftermath of this game. We'll certainly be monitoring that over the next 90 minutes or so. But I thought Caleb was was really good, really in command of the offense tonight. After that first series, he, he got into a serious groove took the deep shot to Marvin Mims. It was nice to see Oklahoma connect on that and not be afraid to to try and make a, you know, a big play. If you thought that all of a sudden big plays were going to be something of the past because this offensive wizard Lincoln Riley was off west, uh, think again. Oklahoma's got plenty of firepower minus Lincoln Riley. Yeah, it, it was kind of you know vintage Bob Stoops, and, and I know that he wasn't calling the game. Kel Gundy was, but it was – Pound, pound, pound. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball with Kennedy Brooks, and then we're going to take a, a, a deep shot down the field to someone. And, and that was probably my biggest question with Caleb Williams coming out of the regular season is, oh, okay, I, I think he has all the God-given abilities. I, I, clearly, he's got the athleticism. Uh, I, I think he's definitely he's, he's smart enough. He makes good decisions. But can he consistently – throw the deep ball down the field. If, if you're going to be a quarterback at OU's offense, you've got to be able to consistently throw the deep ball. And and that was his biggest deficiency this year is 
He didn't always throw the deep ball that was Baker Mayfield-esque or Kyler Murray-esque or, you know, even Spencer Rattler-esque from last season. That deep ball that he threw to Marvin Mims in the first half tonight was one of the best deep balls that we've seen from him this year. So that was that was a really good sign. Um, tonight was just fun, man. It was... It was it was relaxing in a lot of ways. It was enjoyable. It was nostalgic. It was fun to see OU get out to a thirty to three halftime lead. And and yeah, it wasn't perfect defensively in the second half. And maybe there was a little bit drama, a little bit more drama in the final minutes than we thought. But still, uh, it, it tonight ended exactly how it should have. OU for the most part dominated this game. Bob Stoops. What he's done in the past month, he's going out with a win. He's going out with the Gatorade bath. This is how it was supposed to be, Josh Elmer, and it didn't go any differently than how exactly it was supposed to go down. It was the proper send-off for Bob Stoops because the the way it initially went down five years ago for Bob Stoops was abrupt. It was sudden. It was unexpected. Tonight, this was, like you said, it's – how this was supposed to end for Bob Stoops after playing the role of hero for this Oklahoma program the this last month. When this program got sent into upheaval, there was one man immediately ready to step in, the man that's always been by this program side for the better part of the last quarter century, and that man is Bob Stoops. And tonight he was rewarded with, especially in the first half, when you led 30-3 to at halftime, a team that came out focused, a team that came out motivated, and you probably didn't expect any differently with Bob Stoops being the one to try and get this team motivated. Yeah, Muleshoe took a few jabs on social media tonight. I I threw out a couple there as well. But, hey, in in no way is, like, OU beating this depleted Oregon team mean that they're, you know, right around the corner from a national championship. But it was fun to see Kale stick with the run game as a play caller. Oh, you ran for 322 yards tonight. 7.5 a pop, three touchdowns on the ground, and they, they had a nice day through the air as well. I mean, Caleb Williams, an extremely efficient game. The most efficient game that he's had since, what, Texas Tech? 21 to 27 for 242, three touchdowns, no interceptions, made good decisions with the football all night long. It, it, it was just one of those things, Josh, where it's like, oh, okay. Uh, so this is what this offense could have been this year. Uh, Jalil Farouk, I, I knew that he was on the team, but okay, he's really good. Marcus Major is running downhill. He, he, he's being physical running the football. It was just fun to see this offense kind of be the best that we've seen in a while. And some of the jabs that were thrown at uh, Muleshoe tonight on social media. I enjoyed that very much. And there were jabs aplenty for Mr. Muleshoe. Well-deserved jabs, I might add. You know, Caleb Williams at times when he had to, he, he showcased again that ability with his feet to extend plays, to either move and get out of the pocket and find a, a secondary or third target or just you know take the, the little bit there instead of a, a big loss or a sack in the pocket. So I thought, like you said, it was Caleb Williams with one of his finer performances tonight. Didn't, didn't really have to be super aggressive in the throw game in the second half, obviously with the, the big lead that you built going into halftime, but it was positive for Oklahoma and Caleb Williams that this is how his season comes to a close. A nice end to what was a great, when we look back on it, yes, the bumpiness there in the final three games when the defenses were were better that Oklahoma faced, but 
by and large, you'd have to say for a true freshman that came in, was the hero in the Texas game, now with this Oregon performance behind us, we can say a, a really good, really nice first seven starts for Caleb Williams. And you hope that he wants this to be a part of his future. There's plenty yeah. of weaponry around him, which we saw again tonight. Yeah, hey, we're, we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the future as well, 405-329-9000 if you want to call in. But with, without a doubt, right, and, and I don't even know what would be a close second, the, the best moment tonight was Drake Stoops catching the touchdown pass. And it wasn't necessarily by design, like he just found himself wide open and Caleb Williams just you know threw it up to him. It was because Drake made a great play on the ball, one-on-one in the corner of the end zone and came down with it. And the moment that he and Bob had, his dad, on the sideline, uh, it, it didn't it didn't get any better than that, man. I mean, tonight again, it was truly, it was a storybook ending to an unbelievable story. This was the way that it was supposed to be. OU wins tonight with Bob Stoops, but the fact that his son Drake made a great touchdown catch, it was just everything. Look, I, defensively, it wasn't great in the second half. Okay, I mean, we can get to that if you guys want to. Whatever. I, I think that that's a minor story in this whole thing, honestly, but. Tonight was just it, it, it was it was a lot of fun and it was really cool that it was kind of capped off and the big story was the fact that Drake made a big play. The saying goes, "How can you not be romantic about baseball?" Well, if you're a Sooner fan, how could you not be just a, a little romantic about what you saw tonight? The m- mystique yeah. that was involved, just having big game Bob back to coach the football game after everything that has transpired again over these last several weeks. And then for that cool of a moment to have happened where Drake Stoops does come down with the touchdown reception and he gets to embrace with his dad, who's the interim head football coach at the University of Oklahoma. That that was the highlight uh, amidst a, a bunch of highlights tonight for Oklahoma. The story, as we said, it ended the way that if you're an Oklahoma fan, this thing needed to end tonight. Bob Stoops deserved to be rewarded for his loyalty. Yep, no doubt. All right, we'll take an opening timeout because I know a lot of you got to get to bed. You got to get to work tomorrow, so we'll give you a chance to sound off before you pass out. 405-329-9000. You know the number. Call in. Let's talk about tonight. Let's talk about the future. Brent Venables, Jerry Schmidt was there. We'll do that on the other side. Sooner Game Day wrap-up show, Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer. More to come next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Energy Savings Agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-ups. Sean and Chris hanging on. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long. Yes, Sean and then Chris hanging on. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. 
I'm Noble McIntyre at McIntyre Law. We have over 100 years of experience fighting for Oklahomans injured in automobile or semi-truck accidents. Distracted driving is an epidemic. According to government studies, there are 1.6 million accidents each year caused by distracted driving while using cell phones. One in four of all crashes now involve texting and driving. If you have been injured and want to know more about your rights, call us at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Why do you move? For health, strength, endurance, power, love. There are a million reasons why we move and every one of them matters. Let us at OrthoCentral help keep you moving. OrthoCentral is proud to welcome sports medicine physician Aaron Smathers and joint replacement specialist Jeremiah Maupin to the team and they're now taking appointments. For more information, call 405-360-6764. OrthoCentral, it's in our bones to take care of yours. Orange Theory Fitness and more is a great place for you and your friends to sign up and feel the burn at Orange Theory Fitness. Orange Theory Fitness is a scientifically designed, one-of-a-kind group personal training workout broken into intervals of cardio and strength training. Orange Theory Fitness was ranked 60th on Inc. Magazine's fastest-growing private companies list. Orange Theory Fitness has affordable group training sessions that are all focused on results. Led by highly skilled personal trainers, each Orange Theory Fitness workout incorporates endurance, strength, and power elements through a variety of equipment including treadmills, rowing machines, TRX suspension training, and free weights. Orange Theory Fitness incorporates the use of heart rate monitors for a personalized scientific approach to interval training and was the first to do so. The end result is more energy, visible toning, and the orange effect where participants keep burning calories for up to 36 hours post-workout. No one does it like Orange Theory Fitness does. Start burning today and feel the orange effect everyone is talking about. Call 405-703-5259 or visit orangetheoryfitness.com. You've weighed your options and decided that building your next home is the right move for you and your family. Congratulations from Alliance Bank. We'd love to help you celebrate and get on your way to picking out new paint colors and tile as fast as possible. Give us a call at our Norman office, 405-286-5750. Again, that number is 405-286-5750. And let's discuss what construction loan option is best for you. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at McFarlandUMC.org or call us at 321-3484. wrap-up show live on the ref Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer how about this Bob Stoops just extended his winning streak as the OU head coach to 11 games in a row 
did not realize that Bob left with a 10-game winning streak. That's 11 games in a row. And just following things on social media. Josh, maybe you saw this as well. I, I guess that uh, Bob handed Brent the visor in the post-game trophy celebration. That's that's pretty awesome, man. That's legendary, dude. Passing of the uh, visor torch. I love it. Yeah, Which it was great to see Brent Venables kind of hanging out, waiting in the wings with Jerry Schmidt right there, a reminder of what the future will hold. But, yeah, what an awesome moment. Pretty cool. 405-329-9000. If you want to hop in, let's go right to the phone lines. Sean, you're on the postgame show. What's going on, man? Well, good evening, gentlemen, or almost good morning. And uh, first of all, week 13 for you guys, best postgame show in the country. Congratulations to both of you. Excellent job as usual. Um, I got to tell you, we've had a king. We now have a president. <laughs> and I could not be happier for Coach Stoops and Coach Gundy, too. I thought Coach Gundy called a great game. Uh, I thought we tackled a lot better for the most part in this game. We had some secondary issues, but that's that's for another day. Uh, great win by the team. It's amazing what happens when your head coach is uh, focused. Um, and probably we should be playing Friday, but we're not. But sure. I thought the guy, I thought the guys did a great job. I thought they played with it. What we talked about, you guys talked about all week, they played with a ton of energy. And I thought Oregon did too. I thought when we popped Oregon uh, late in the first half, they might roll over, but they didn't. And they, you know, credit to them and their head coach. And um, that's a good Oregon team. That's a good offensive line. But OU wanted it more today and uh, just could not be more thrilled. i tell you one thing I was impressed with. I thought Caleb Williams was more in command than he's been all year of the team yeah. on the field. Uh, he had a great game. And I thought, uh, again, uh, I think Coach Gundy loves him some Eric Gray. But I thought yeah, Gray, I, I was but, wondering about that. Like the first five plays of the game, it's like, God, it, are they just going to throw it to Eric Gray <laughs> or give it to him every play? What's going on, man? But the, but, but the young man had a great game, I and mean, so did Kennedy. So did Marcus Major when he came in. They just they all did a great job. And you, like you guys have touched on, could not have ended better for Coach Stoops. And I I sent it in yes this morning. I may have told you guys, but it, it's true, man. When the when the clouds of darkness and uncertainty and despair came over Norman what seems like a year ago now. And, you know, from out of the past, a hero stepped up and said, hey, don't fear, follow me. And the program did, and that was just a great, great ending for the uh, month that he was interim coach. And I I thought what was cool, too, is uh, you you could tell he was happy about it, and that was awesome because – he really does. He really does uh, love the program that he brought back, and we do owe him a lot in the sports realm for uh, these last thirty-one odd days. So, no, we, we really do. And, and maybe I'm living in the moment, Sean, and looking too into it. But Live like this, it. this, this whole post game is about Bob. It's like a thank you to Bob. We all know what the future is. But this is like a thank you to Bob, and the fact that like he took his visor off and handed it to Brent. Oh. Awesome. I, I don't. Know, I, I feel like that's a really. Again, maybe I'm living in the moment, but I feel like it's a, an extremely selfless move for a guy that deserves for the entire moment to be about him. Well, and he's been that way, like we've said. In, I mean, in the last 31 days, 
I would like to go on record that was not purple Gatorade. <laughs> right. uh, just just so we can keep that streak alive. Well, Sean, for the 30th consecutive time, yes, yes. it was not yes. purple Gatorade. Yes, and uh, uh, that's, a, that's a bet now that stands unbeaten since that Super Bowl many years ago. But, uh, no, I think you're right. It was about Coach Stoops, and he does deserve all the accolades. But uh, future remains bright at Oklahoma, and – uh, like I said, we've got a king, and now we've got a president. So, anyway, hey, have a good show, guys. Appreciate the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah appreciate it, Sean. Yeah, they had a king. Now they had a president, and uh, they had a boy, a uh, little boy, running the program before. But uh, he's out on the West Coast down in uh, Los Angeles. 405-329-9000. You think he watched the game tonight, Josh? Oh, I don't it? think there's any doubt that yeah. Lincoln Riley watched the game. No you question. Think he was, you think he was a little confused as to why OU was having so much success when, you know, they popped the biggest punt return of the year and they were sticking with the run game and then maybe going up top, play action a little bit. Huh? Wonder what? Wonder what he thought about that. Wonder what I he thought about that. Would imagine he was pack. screaming, "Fair catch! Fair catch!" <laughs> no, so. we don't return those. What are you doing? Uh, all right, let's go back to the phone lines. Chris, you're on the post game show. Good to talk to you, Chris. What's up, man? Oh, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. What's uh, up? Pretty good, man. Yeah, I was. I'm pretty excited, but just like the caller before, I'm not even gonna say nothing about the secondary. I was about to say I was questioning Brian Odom's uh, defensive calls, but they panned out. But I, I was happy for Bob to get that 191. You know, I think we went out on top. We did what we needed to do, man. When they seen uh, when they seen Coach Venables and uh, Smitty, oh man, I got excited. Made me want to just. It made me want to just go out and buy me a pad and some pads and a helmet and all that kind of stuff to see him out there get ready to play for him. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be great next year. Oh, I, I'm I'm sure there's a look right now, Chris, and the players can see it. It's like, all right, guys, yeah, hey, good game, hey, enjoy it though, because once we get back to Norman and once we get after it, it's not gonna be a gradual thing where we jump into it. It's gonna be. From what I've heard, it's going to be immediate. It's going to be a mood changer real quick, which I know every OU fan loves to hear. I can't wait. Because <laughs> I've heard – I'm just thinking about somebody – I heard a story. Somebody was talking about uh, talking about somebody snuck into practice and uh, hoping Smitty didn't see him. He said he caught him before he got out of the door. Go get the master, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> right? Got yeah, him. Exactly. Got another one. <laughs> yeah. Go get the go get the master, big dog. But uh, I'm ready to see it. I'm ready for them to uh, do whatever do whatever they got to do. Like I said, this is, you know the season didn't turn out the way that it did, you know. But I'm not worried about old clown in uh, California, you know. I hope he loses next year, but you know, so I'm good. I'm ready to head on to the SEC and not not even much be worried about. It. I was looking at at some of the Big Twelve teams, man. I'm not even. I'm not even worried about it, man. It's it's all about Oklahoma. I can't worry about nobody else. Sure. Hey, and here's the thing, and I don't know if you guys agree with this or not. I, I would trade this year. Like, I wouldn't trade a national championship, but we can all agree that this team wasn't going to win a national championship with the previous head coach there. But I, I would trade, like, a semifinal berth this year for what the future of this program holds. Like, I think that there's that much potential. I think it could be that special with BV coming back, Levy is the OC, uh, Thad turnip seed and in, in, in what he might do, and of course Schmitty. I, I don't know, man. I, I I think that this this future is so promising. 
I'm almost okay going to the Alamo Bowl if it means securing what I think the next five years might look like. That's just me, and and, and we'll see if that's a crap take or not. But I, I'm good with this type of year if it means the new coaching staff that they have. I'm not trying to forget that Kayvon Thibodeau opted out of this game and that Oregon was down plenty of personnel on their side of the equation. But I will say this. Oklahoma, with the first-time play caller, just went and hung 47 on the Ducks. So uh, I, likewise, will trade off uh, any of that great offensive expertise that apparently Oklahoma was lacking tonight for enhanced defensive recruiting and for enhanced play on that side of the football moving moving forward. There's no doubt. Oklahoma's come out ahead on this deal, and the future's bright. It's it's in a better spot today than it was, you know, a month ago. That was, I'll tell you what, that was fantastic. Another thing, I'm going to let y'all go. And uh, have y'all heard anything about the new quarterbacks coach? I know they said they got in the guy that's going to be uh, a defensive assistant because I was thinking that they're going to uh, talk to that guy who coaches for Georgia, the quarterback coach, a safety coach. Uh, he coaches for Georgia. I guess they're going to talk to him after. Have you heard anything? Yeah, it sounds like some of these uh, other assistant coaching is you know, they're in the playoff right now. So that that's one of the names that you need to keep an eye on. And there's 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 probably good reason as to why they haven't been announced yet, or not hearing for some you know for some some for sure solid names is that that that's exactly that. I, I would guess in a, in a couple weeks time is is when we hear that being official. So if you're wanting. If you're wanting an assistant from Bama or Georgia, I think it's a pretty good sign that we haven't heard anything with some of those spots. Just saying. Right, right. Because they say this guy, this particular guy, they say this guy got some serious deep SEC roots. Yeah. So that'll, that'll help us in the long run. All right, fellas. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Chris, yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Have a good appreciate one. Appreciate the phone call. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. And as always, Texas, if you want, if you don't want to call in, you, you got to head to bed. But – you, you want your thoughts heard, hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Hey, before we hit a break, um, I thought Marcus Stripling was fantastic. We talked about it on the rush today is, man, I, I don't know if there's another guy tonight that has a better opportunity to show the new coaching staff, hey, I know there's going to be open competition across the board, but I'm your guy at Rush, at rush Backer. I, I thought the first half he, he was great. Um, I don't know if he ended up with two sacks or what his final numbers were, but he was all over the field today and probably the most disruptive defensive player that, that OU had tonight. He was awesome. He, he was awesome. You, you needed to see that defensively from somebody. I'll work on digging up his numbers for you. He definitely had the one sack and I think a couple other tackles for loss too. Yeah, easily the most impactful defensive player tonight for Oklahoma, and it was good that in a game where – you wound up with four defensive starters in the form of linebacker Brian Osamoa, uh, Nick Benito, and Isaiah Thomas and Perion Winfrey opting out. You knew there were going to be some new faces or some faces that we've seen but haven't seen a ton of. Get some in, you know, more snaps tonight. Stripling, of course, being one of those guys that earned a start. And he played really well. And so that's a, a positive sign for 2022. There's some nitpicking we can dive into tonight if people sure. want to go that direction. Obviously, the, the secondary was not good in the second half for Oklahoma tonight. But if you're talking about positives on the defensive side of the football, no question. Stripling was a big, big bright spot for OU. Yeah, and I and I said a couple weeks ago, I'm like, look, I 
the four guys opted out defensively, and I, I get people are were, were upset about that, but it had a chance to be best case scenario tonight, and the the defense wasn't perfect. We know that DJ Graham didn't have a great night, especially in the second half. But man, it, it worked out pretty well for OU. They they get the win, and some guys that need to be a big part of this program in the future. I mean, really showed up. The fact that you, you had an edge rusher opt out of this game and Nick Benito meant that we kind of saw the future with Marcus Stripling, right? Um, the fact that maybe a Jaden Hazelwood opted out led to maybe Jaleel Farouk being the, the, the wide receiver tonight. So you can look at those opt-outs and say, ah, that sucks, whatever. I, I kind of looked at it for this team who's building for the future more as an opportunity. And a lot of those guys that got opportunities tonight – man, really showed up and, and made a pretty strong case that they need to be a big part of this football team moving forward. How about Jaleel Farouk offensively? Three grabs, 64 yards. Uh, that That's somebody, again, not on the defensive side of the football with the opt-outs, but with Jaden Hazelwood's decision to enter the transfer portal. Uh, Farouk got an extended look tonight, and I thought he looked great for Oklahoma, so that's another positive sign. Yeah, no doubt. He had three catches, 64 yards. A long of 30. He didn't have a touchdown, but Marvin Mims, Eric Gray, and uh, Drake Stoops sure did. Drake Stoops had one catch on the day, and it'll be the most memorable play from this entire Alamo Bowl. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up next. It is the Pulse Game Show live on the ref on a Wednesday night. Sooners win it. They're 11-2 and heading into the offseason. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref, Sports Radio Network. Life decisions can be tough, especially when it comes to taking care of your mom or dad. Most of us exhaust ourselves before we decide to move them to a smaller home that's more manageable, one that has meals, laundry, activities, and 24-hour nursing care. When it's time to move your loved ones to a smaller home, consider Arbor House Assisted Living with a team of senior health care professionals. Make sure to call me. D. Downer. I'd love to give you a tour of Arbor House in Norman on Main Street. We have an experienced team. We are here and we love your family. Schedule your tour today. 292-9200. How about some new Sooner gear for the new year? You will find it all at Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Jerry and Libby would like to say thank you to our many loyal customers. Basketball season is in full swing, and you can support the Sooners with a new shirt, hat, or maybe a jacket to keep you nice and warm. With OU baseball and softball just around the corner, they have just what you need for a game or just saying, I am a Sooner fan. The selection of Oklahoma merchandise is second to none, and you will find some unique items that you won't find anywhere else. Look at our new OU recliner covers or some framed photos of OU heroes. Maybe you need a new Sooner flag or license plate frame, or maybe an OU coffee mug for mom or dad. You will find great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Game Day Couture, and others with sizes from infant through adult. Go to Balfour or shop online at crimsonbrow.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Life has a way of taking us places we'd never expect. But there are things you should expect, like exceptional service and a name you can trust. For more than 60 years, Oklahomans have trusted Bob Moore Auto Group to keep life running smoothly. So whether you're headed to Little League practice or the big game, we'll help you get where you're going. 
Visit us at Bob Moore Cadillac of Norman, Bob Moore Ford, or Bob Moore Nissan of Norman, all conveniently located on I-35 and online at bobmoore.com. Bob Moore, experience exceptional. As your business continues to grow, competition will only get more fierce. You need a partner on your side. Insurica Insurance Management Network is proud to have been an integral part of protecting the Norman business community for more than 50 years, and we want to help propel the growth of your business today. That's why our insurance specialists offer unique solutions specifically tailored for your industry's needs. Call your local Norman Insurica office at 405-321-2700 or visit us on the web at insurica.com. Insurica, specializing in you. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality, crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from. Or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. We know you're a true golfer and won't allow the chilly weather to keep you indoors. Book your game today and experience a beautiful 6,200-yard course that features broad, tree-lined fairways, several traps, water hazards, and manicured fast greens by our new superintendent. Come warm up at the turn, our clubhouse grill with excellent cook-to-order hot food. We suggest ordering the best burger and fry basket around. Book your tee times online at normanparks.com. Weather can take a toll on your fence. The name to know is Oklahoma's premier fence company, Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos specializes in residential and commercial fencing in the OKC metro area. From chain link to vinyl fence, wood fence to railings, and specialty fences, Van Hoos does it all, and more importantly, they do it right the first time. Call Van Hoos Fence right now, 405-735-1167, or visit vhfence.com. Van Hoos Fence, their perfection is your protection. Stoops got a Gatorade bath. Oh, you won it by a couple touchdowns, 47-32. Drake Stoops even caught a touchdown. It was a fun night. Sooners win it tonight over the Oregon Ducks, 47-32 inside the Alamo Dome. Alamo Bowl champions, and uh, there was a lot to discuss from this game. Real quick before we go to the phone lines, how about Perion Winfrey's tweet tonight? I wonder what the problem was, thinking emoji, thinking emoji. Whoa, whoa. Okay, Perion Winfrey throwing out some shots tonight. I I love it. Tell us how you really feel. Man, that was uh, outside the Drake Stoops touchdown catch. That might have been the uh, moment of the night for me. All right, we got, uh, we got full phone lines right now. We're going to get to them. As soon as you hear someone drop off, that's when you call in. Let's get to it now. Josh, who's up first? 405-329-9000, the number to call. We got Dennis in Chicago. What's up, Dennis? Hey, guys. How we doing tonight? Feeling uh, pretty good. Pretty fantastic. It, it, it went according to plan, Dennis. It sure did, man. And, and Tyler, you said it you know, early on the broadcast. It was, it was just fun. You know, it was relaxing. It was, it was fun. It was just a... The whole Bob Stoops moments were great. Um, I, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the points that Sean had that I I noticed as well was it's pretty amazing 
honestly, how well overall they tackled, and especially in space, making yeah. tackles. A lot of things we didn't see during the year. It's kind of amazing that just in a couple of weeks, how a uh, little bit of a coaching tweak with Bob and obviously what's going to happen with Brett, um, how well those they 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 can tackle and they you, they you know what's well. funny Dennis is like all of that that you're saying and what Sean said it makes you really go back to a month ago and say wait was I really freaking out even if it was for a few hours about the previous head coach leaving town like really I was freaking out about that I wish I could tell myself at that time like uh dude trust me it's it's gonna be okay just it's, just give it it's a gonna few be days. okay yeah right exactly and it's looking that way for sure um, the other thing Sean said that I noticed too, I'm sure you guys noticed that there was definitely like this confidence swagger. I noticed about Caleb um, kind of not getting on the lineman, but just, you know, tapping him on the helmet when they, uh, you know, jumped off sides or, uh, you know, when Farouk almost got into the fight and, you know, he runs over there and, grabs him and yells at him and says, look at the clock, man. This, you know, don't do anything stupid. Like there was just something about Caleb. I mean, there was a extra pop in his step today and man, I, I hope he's back in the crimson next year. I, I got a good feeling he's going to be back. So um, maybe we'll find out yeah, something uh, definitive here in about 10 or 15 minutes. I, I'll, I'll be shocked if he's not quarterback at OU next year. We made the point several times on the rush if not OU, where? Like, where, where are you going to go that's going to be a, a, a better situation? Look, it's an exciting time right now at OU. Um, this is a train that I would want to be aboard because better days are, are, are to come. So, I mean, yeah, I, it, I don't, I, I don't know, like, Smart as a decisions. team, where else you'd rather be? I don't know as an offense where you'd rather be. Jeff Levy is one hell of an offensive coordinator. This is the best place for, for Caleb Williams. Yeah, it's it's really going to come together, especially with the new staff. And you know, the other thing, notice noticeably, just how much more physical they were on the offensive line tonight. Again, yeah. it was just like something changed, and there was a cohesiveness. And I know maybe you know, okay, little depleted Oregon, but those are still players over there, and we just manhandled them. I mean, they were just we just sealed off, we locked up, we pushed them around. I mean, yeah, it's that. Could have, would have, should have, you know. But, hey, it was fun tonight. Like you said, it was a great way to end the season. This is always bittersweet because, you know, now the season's over and, you know, depression sets in until August. So, you know, but, hey, better things ahead. Uh, I know you got a lot of calls. I appreciate it. You guys do a great job. And happy appreciate new year, uh, Josh and uh, Tyler. Have a great Happy one. new and, uh, year. Happy new year, yeah, Dennis. Thank you. We'll uh, be listening to you during the basketball and softball season. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Appreciate Thanks, you, Dennis. See you, buddy. All right, we got a phone line open, 405-329-9000. You can feel it. Uh, Josh, who's up next? We got Peyton waiting in the wings. What's up, oh, Peyton? Welcome Peyton, to the postgame show. Peyton talking trash to me yesterday, saying uh, I'm being an old, but he, he called in. He lived up to his word. I appreciate you. I told you, Tyler, I was going to call in. There's, there's no <laughs> way I couldn't after you called me out the other day. Well, good to hear from you. I'm sure you enjoyed that game like everyone else. Oh, man. First off, I just want to say I'm, I'm proud as heck of both teams, Oregon and Oklahoma. All the BS surrounding this game, all the people saying, oh, does it matter? Our other team motivated. Both teams showed out, and Oregon had every reason to quit there. 
and they just kept playing. And I, that was honestly pretty cool, just just to make this game more interesting for the rest of us. And it was just interesting enough that we could still sit back and just enjoy the game without getting too nervous. And it might have been the most secure game we've had since Texas Tech this year, which yeah. was, which is pretty crazy <laughs> considering yeah. the the way it looked for a little bit. Yeah, um, this is probably a complete homer take by me, but OU dominated in pretty much every facet tonight. Um, but I don't think it was because Oregon just like laid down and quit, right? Like I think OU earned those plays. OU just played really well tonight. Oregon didn't look like a team to me that was just intent on just laying down and rolling over. Now OU won't get credit for this bowl game, and and that's fine. They they don't need that. But I think what you're saying is true. Like I, I think both teams actually played up or showed up with the with with the kind of the intent to, to play hard and, and actually try to win this game. And I would give Oregon credit in this respect, too. When the Texas A&M and others of the world, and there's been plenty of others, they, they kind of maybe used the easy excuse to say, eh, we, we don't have the full roster. We're going to sit this bowl game out. Oregon, absolutely. Could have taken that approach tonight with uh, the reports that were coming out this week that they had 60 to 65 players available uh, total on the roster, and instead they showed up with an interim head coach and got their tails handed to them in the first half, 30 to three, and then came back and played a really good second half and, and kind of made things interesting there for a few moments in the second half. So they deserve credit for not waving the white flag, for having some pride about themselves and playing this bowl game. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I think the biggest thing to me too is this was like the most emblematic game of what the future is for OU because there were so, so many bright spots. I mean, Caleb yeah. Williams, you had Marcus Major out there, you had Jalil Jal- Jal- Farouk. I mean, I had saw Danny Stutzman making plays up there, but you also had some some breakdowns and some discipline problems, like you know DJ Graham. It looked like he quit on a couple of those deep balls, you know, stuff like that. That's stuff that's going to be fixed in the future, and it is. And and guys like that are either going to have to accept it or they're going to have to leave the program. And and you know that that that's just the reality of what's going to happen over the next few weeks is we're going to have some guys leave, and you know what? That's okay because I I just trust the hands, you know. Seeing BV and Schmidt on the sidelines tonight just gave me chills, and I I just can't believe the the direction that we're going to be heading because the st- stuff like we like like we've seen this season just it's just not going to happen in the future, you know. Yeah. And it's just yeah. I, I just I just am so excited for what for what the uh, what the future holds. Yeah, and maybe some guys leave this winter, but guy, I mean, everyone that you want to be on this team moving forward. Um, that that's who's going to stay. The, the guys that you want to be here are going to stay. The, the guys that fall out, well, you probably didn't want them in this program either. It's going to get tough. It, it's going to be as tough around Norma as, as it's been in several years, and it's going to build a culture that hasn't been around here in quite some time too. So w- when I say that exciting days are ahead, I, I genuinely believe that exciting days are ahead. Are they going to result in a national championship? I don't know, guys, but I think OU now is about to approach being closer to a national championship than they've been since Bob Stoops has been the head coach. I I adamantly, truly believe that, regardless of the competition that's about to come their way. OU is about to build itself and go about itself like a championship program should. And the formula, the the formula that they want to use in order to 
try and try and be the national champion, I think is a more sound formula. And we saw glimpses of that tonight. Hey, Kennedy Brooks probably not going to be a part of Oklahoma's future. Probably this was his final game in the Crimson and Cream. He made it a memorable swan song for himself, but just in what Kennedy Brooks did and what Oklahoma did offensively in this game where they they wanted to establish the run. I mean, look, was it a perfect game from the offensive line in terms of some penalties? No, but it was one of the best games they've had blocking, uh, you know, creating lanes in the run game. That's not something we saw a whole heck of a lot of this season. We saw it against Texas in the second half with Kennedy Brooks, but by and large, the run game at times could, could go pretty absent on Oklahoma. So physicality in the program, not just, you know, defensive toughness, the tackling, wrapping up, flying to the football, but the, the, physicality of being able to say, hey, when we've got second down and four, instead of winding up trying to take a deep shot, and not that there weren't explosive pass plays there tonight, there were, we're going to be capable of being a team that can pound the rock on people at times, and I think we saw that tonight, and that's a, a great thing for OU moving forward. Sure. Hey, Peyton, before you get out of here, i got to know, does the entire town of Marion, Kansas, hate Josh for what he said last week? <laughs> yes, absolutely. The, the disrespect is just is just unbearable. I just I just yeah. don't get it. We, we I, sent our best Kansas guys to Oklahoma, and this is what we get back. I, don't get I thought that that might be the case. I just I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> All three hundred and fifty sure. were down at town hall picketing uh, my actions last week. <laughs> hey, hey, all three fifty of us will be watching Jaron Canick though next year. So there you that's go. true. Hey, 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 Peyton, good to hear from you, man. Appreciate you calling in tonight. Absolutely. See you guys. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Let's uh, let's hit one more phone call before we hit a break. Who's up next? Okay, let's go to Tulsa. What's going on, Tulsa? Um, not, nothing much. Um, just thinking about this game in particular, you know, it do, does lead me to some interesting questions about things like why wasn't Marvin Mims used enough this season? Why wasn't Kennedy Brooks used properly this season? These are questions that, like, are lingering in my head right now just, like, after watching the game. Well, isn't that weird? Because the the previous head coach was supposed to be this offensive guru, right? And and that's why, like, I, I've been so confused over the past month. Is well, if anything, the offense should have been elite this year, or at least consistently really good. But guys, like, as we look back to this season, who really had a great offensive year? Spencer Rattler didn't. He was supposed to be your best offensive player. He got replaced. Marvin Mims didn't. He was supposed to be your number one receiver coming in. Um, you, you had a tight end in Austin Stogner who was supposed to be a Mackey, uh, you know, award finalist maybe. He's, he's off to South Carolina. The only guy that I can think of that had a really good offensive year is Jeremiah Hall. Am I am I missing anyone that, that, that had a better I, offensive year? No, I don't think so necessarily. I would just say Caleb Williams for the simple fact that yeah. true freshman comes in, spells, Spencer Rattler wins the Texas game. But even some, he had his issues the last three exactly. games. Exactly. Yep. The final three games when you the defensive competition was better, it, it wasn't great. I mean, you're talking about a game versus Iowa State where Caleb Williams throws for 87 yards. Oklahoma State, great first half. Offense gets held scoreless in the second half. So, And on that subject, I liked what Trent Rattery sent out tonight. Did you see this tweet, Tyler? No, I didn't. Okay, it, 
here's what it said. It's wild if you think about Hazelwood left because he didn't get the football enough. Mims was considering it for the same reasons. Kennedy Brooks, Major, Stogner, Willis Hall, etc. They haven't touched it enough either. What was the previous guy doing? Yeah. I that's that's what I'm wondering. By the way, uh, Caleb Williams is up on the uh, podium right now, so I'm going to be monitoring that on social media. I'll let you know if uh, any announcement uh, happens there. So, but yeah, yeah, told it, it was a good night, Tulsa. It really was. Absolutely. And then just thinking about the defensive side, like I'm so excited, like for the for there to be a clean house because I have not been like satisfied with the secondary because. We're going to end up probably finishing the season ranked in the hundreds in, yeah. in pass defense. Like, give me a break. That's ridiculously bad. And I'm, and I'm just so ready for Schmidt to come in because I feel, I feel like sometimes we just get pushed around way too much. Unfortunately, Roy Manning was gone, but it still looked like he was there tonight. <laughs> right. No, you're right, Tulsa. Absolutely. Like, the two games that they lost this year, Baylor completely pushed them around. And, you know, I, I don't know if OSU necessarily pushed – OU around for, you know, the majority of the game, but, you know, when OU needed to get stops late in the game, it looked like OSU was maybe the more physical football team. Yeah, I, th- the whole identity of this program is about to change, and it's about to be for the better. And now that you hear some of the stories about how the strength and conditioning was run under Benny Wiley and Lincoln Riley, it's like, dang, who let this go on as long as that it did? Man. Yeah, I'm like honestly surprised that this team managed to make it to 11 wins because I remember after week one, I was thinking, oh boy, is it going to be like an eight and four, eight and seven and five season? But, you know, hey, some of these senior leaders, uh, they're superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, by the way, Caleb Williams is wearing a cowboy hat right now at the postgame podium. Does that make anyone feel better that he's coming back? What do you guys think? Ooh. It doesn't Ooh. hurt the chances, I don't think. Is that that cowboy hat that's been getting uh, tossed around yes. the Sooner sideline all night? I think, I, I, in Tulsa, I think everyone on the team wore the uh, cowboy hat tonight during the game on the sideline. <laughs> I love that. By the way, thank you so much for uh, taking my call. I really appreciate hey, it. Hey, before we get you out of here, tell us tell us in full what your name is again. Tyler, see if you can help me out here. Okay. It is uh, it's Shrey, S-H-R-E-Y. Okay. Shrey. Yeah, that's yeah. good. This is positive for New Year's resolutions. I'm going to try and be able to properly identify you next year. Well, hey, I, I oh, appreciate I'm... you interacting with the postgame show all year long. Sincerely, we appreciate yeah. that. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll be there for basketball for sure. There you go. There you go. Hopefully we'll do some more pass, uh, basketball games as well. Enjoy the evening, and um, it's going to be a long off season, but an exciting one, that's for sure. Yes, it will. Yes, yeah, it will be an exciting one. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Okay, we're going to hit a break. Caleb Williams is at the podium right now wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, if anything happens over the break, I assure you, the first thing that you will hear next segment is what was said by Caleb Williams. So we'll do that coming up next. It is the postgame show, Sooner Game Day wrap-up show live on the ref. Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer. More to come next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is your home for Sooner Fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
I'm Attorney Noble McIntyre at McIntyre Law. We have over 100 years of combined litigation experience fighting for Oklahomans injured as a result of a semi-crash. These crashes are traumatic and in most cases cause catastrophic injuries and even death. Our most recent trial involved a fatal semi-truck crash resulting in a $4.25 million verdict for our client. If you have been injured and want to know more about your rights, call us at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up when we look back let's be proud of what we've become stronger and wiser more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and her great staff would like to thank their loyal customers and wish everyone a happy holiday. Speaking of holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with their great selection and most of all prices. If you're heading to a Christmas party, check out their Bud Light Ugly Sweater 12-pack for just $15.69. So do what I do and head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda Street right here in Norman or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. Happy holidays from Joe's Wines and Spirits. Markham's Nursery, just out the sun. Everybody knows the place to go. Markham's Nursery, for bushes and trees, plants, flowers, and seeds. Everybody knows the friendly folks. Markham's Nursery, have the knowledge you need to make good things grow here in Oklahoma. Markham's Nursery, everything good that grows. Markham's Nursery, just out the sun. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life. Pizza Hut has put a full court press on your game day needs. Let us feed your team with one of Pizza Hut's big dinner boxes. Start with two oven fresh one top medium pizzas, then add five breadsticks or your choice of pasta or delicious wings. Or go wild and add a third medium one topping pizza. Finding yourself in more of a one-on-one -on -one situation? Then our any pizza offer is for you. Get a large pizza up to five toppings for just $11.99 when you carry out. Pizza Hut, the official yes, pizza Brian of is the Sooners. On. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black Did you see the video that Fagan put out of printer, Coach Tips Grind before the game? Management and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800.
Friday wrap-up show live on the ref. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer, taking your phone calls, 405-329-9000. All right, here's what I got for you. Uh, OU's in the post-game presser right now. Caleb Williams is there. I guess he was just asked about his future, and here's what he said according to Jason Kersey of The Athletic. Caleb Williams says the last month has been difficult, but that he's been focused on the team and finishing the semester. He says he's going on vacation with his family next and didn't answer a question about his future. So I guess he was asked a question about his future and really didn't answer it. Does that make you feel one way or the other? Um, does it make you feel nervous about what might be yes. to come here? Does? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That was the opportunity again to quell this thing and say, hey, my mind's made up. I love this locker room. I, I love these guys. I'm not leaving this place. This place is special to me. And at least yet, that, that hasn't been what we've heard. He's going to take some serious time and think about this. So I, I don't think it means that he's definitively leaving. I still feel like he's, he's leaning towards staying. But I would have to say that it makes me a little less confident. You? Yeah, no, that that's fair. It, but I still content. Like what I said last segment, I like I still believe that. Like I I, I still believe that OU is the best place for him. Um, what he wants to accomplish collegiately, what he wants to accomplish professionally, I still think OU is the best place for him because look, it, it's not like OU is going to wither and die offensively now that Brent Venables is the head coach. I, I still think OU is going to be really good offensively moving forward. Now, now maybe he disagrees with that, and the the coming weeks will uh, will tell me that. I still believe what I believe. But sure, yeah, I mean, I, I got to be a little bit more nervous now that he was asked the question directly and basically did not give an answer. He's, I mean, it's been a month now to, to, to come up with a decision. Yeah, and I get you want to spend more time around Brent Venables and Jeff Levy and talk to those guys if that's part of the process here. Or, you know, there's been some, some rumors around there. I don't, wouldn't say that this is in any way, shape, or form super credible, but – we, we had somebody text us today that said that Caleb Williams was going to vacation with his family after this game and was then possibly even going to explore putting his name in the transfer portal just to see what type of uh, other interest there is out there. Obviously, that hasn't happened yet. That's not any sort of a reputable type of report. Just that's some of the scuttlebutt that is, that yeah. is out there on this situation. Well, I don't think he needs to enter his name into the portal to know like what kind of, you know, opportunities or attention he's going to get. Like he he can go anywhere that he wants. Like he can't go to Alabama next year and start. Bryce Young's going to be the starter. He probably can't go to Ohio State next year and start. They got a Heisman Trophy finalist next year coming back. But he could go anywhere he wants outside those two other schools. But again, I believe outside of Ohio State and Alabama. Where are you going to go next year that gives you a better chance to be a Heisman front runner, put up big offensive numbers, and win a lot of games? Again, and maybe he disagrees with that. Maybe he and his family have identified another place that's better for him. But as I'm looking at it right now, I still think Oklahoma's going to be pretty good. But it, I, I, I really did expect him to, to say, to at least give us a hint that he's coming back to Oklahoma. The fact that he didn't say anything is... I don't want to say it's alarming, not not at all, but it's um it's it's a little bit surprising for sure. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. To I mean nothing to the effect of 
I, I love these teammates here. I love uh, these relationships I've built. I really care about this place. I mean, I, I'd have to go back to listen to all of the interviews, and I'll, I'll do that tonight before I go to sleep. But, I mean, from what you can see, none of that tonight – yeah, I mean, I, I'm still following along on the on the press conference right here, and he's not said anything other than that. So, again, hey, if Caleb Williams says anything different than what he just said about four minutes ago, I assure you we will pass it along. But until then, let's go back to the phone lines, and let's go to Brian. Brian, you're on the Sooner Game Day wrap-up show. What's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going tonight, man? Good. Good to talk to you. It's been a while. Good. Yes, it has. I'm on vacation, actually, so I'm in one wow. place. You're going to be like know, you, right? you're, you're like Caleb Williams here in a few days. I know, exactly. Except I'm at home. I'm not going to some remote island, probably. But. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of which, um, first of all, I wanted to say that um, the only thing greater tonight would have been I wanted the team to pick Stoops up. I know. Pop Stoops up. And a la Rudy just parade him right into the tunnel and just take him out that been and awesome. play the glory. That would have been. Now, Caleb Williams looking, looked invested tonight in this team. Um, he said the right thing. I, I think you're seeing a lot of sensationalism going on with him and his family, and, which, which is commonplace with, with folks today. Um, they want to make all this rigmarole about nothing. And, hey, you know, Caleb, you want to transfer, University of Memphis is looking for a quarterback, come on over, you know. Uh, that's where I live. You know, Memphis good university. Come on, play, man. Where else are you going to play? Um, I think it's ridiculous. I think he's just playing this out. And I, I don't know why he's doing it, though. Do you? No, I don't. Here, here's something that he just said. I guess he, he praised the Brent Vittables hire, says he's spoken to Jeff Levy every day since his hiring and said, quote, we'll see how Oklahoma does and what I decide. And, and look, I, I understand it's a very important uh, decision coming up for him. But to say, quote, we'll see how Oklahoma does and what I decide, um, that's odd, man. Like, it's – it's Very almost odd. like you're making. It's almost like you're making your decision out to be. It's the end all for the entire program for the next two to three years. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't. I, I, I don't. Oh, yeah, love I that. do. I do. And, and let's backtrack a bit. Did their family not move from the Washington D.C. area a year before he even entered college? Basically, to Norman, Oklahoma, bought a house, invested in that. What, do they invest a whole year? Are they going to waste a year in Oklahoma to go somewhere else now? Are they vagabonds or what? You know? Yeah. What's the point? What's the point in that when you're already in a great, and like I said, Ohio State's taken, Alabama's taken, Clemson's taken. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? I mean, and uh, anyway, enough of that. We'll see what happens. My last couple things. Your your um, Teddy, your um, your co-host, he had a great point a couple of weeks ago, and it showed tonight. The, some of these young players, like like Grimes and um, Witter, um, a few of the others as well, they made some good plays, but they still don't even know what they're doing yet. Yeah. Um, if you listen to 
the 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 radio call, Teddy did a great job of of explaining what what should have happened and what they did, and um, and th- there's a lot of development. That's what I'm getting at. There's a lot of development to go along with this team, and that's what I look forward to. This is going to be the most fascinating offseason in 21 years at Oklahoma. Bye. Yeah, well, Bye. yeah, and that's the thing is normally it's it's like kept pretty quiet on what happens throughout the offseason. It's like, all right, August here is training camps here, and we hear nothing. Like I don't think that that's going to be the case this offseason. You know, there's going to be – uh, assistant coach hirings that are going to happen here in the next two to three weeks. Yep. There's going to be uh, guys that come in via the portal, guys that leave via the portal, a quarterback situation. Oh, yeah. I think you're exactly yeah. right. I mean, it, it's going to be – you're, you're going to kind of be on the ticker every single day wondering what's coming next. I would say there's at least going to be 10 to 12 players leave in the offseason. That's a high number. Yeah. But I, I can just tell by the way some – are you listening to Antoine Harrison? I don't see you making it in the new regime. I don't see it. I don't see it. He's not mentally strong or physically strong enough. And uh, when he gets a hold of Schmidt's workout, I bet you that dude walks out the door. <laughs> uh, you know, just, just telling you. I wouldn't and, blame and, you, and man, it's, for, it's, for it's, what it's, I'm it's, hearing about how they're going to go about it immediately. Yeah. Like, not in March or, you know, like immediately. Ooh, boy. It's, yeah. it's, you better, you better yeah. love football. You better love the process if you're going to stick around you here. Do. But but give me a guy like Aaron Aaron Swenson any day over Antoine Harrison. Yeah. He's not as athletic, but he's more hardcore. He's got a better work ethic, and he does the best he can. And you know what? He doesn't make mistakes. Antoine Harrison comes in, and he already gets a false start in the first or second play he's in. So I'll say um, this uh, real quick on the the Caleb Williams front. Uh-huh. You know. You kind of, if if you want to stay at Oklahoma, if that's the decision ultimately you think you're leaning to arrive at, probably not the worst idea to take some cues from the man that held the position before you and how the fan base received him after he signed uh, his big-name image likeness deal when he was off in Chicago signing helmets. I mean, the longer you drag this thing out as much as you're the savior and the hero and you're the most beloved figure in this program outside of the head football coach or maybe the strength and conditioning coach right now the longer this little song and dance plays out the less that's going to be the the case and the quicker this fan base is going to turn on you next season well, in kind Absolutely. of a way, you're you're holding OU hostage a little bit, right? Because they can't go and pursue any of the other transfer portal quarterbacks that are out there. Like, ideally, if you were going to leave, then they go get Dylan Gabriel, but that's already a, a, a done decision. So if you're going to make a decision to leave, like, dude, like, at least give OU the – like, at least give them a decision one way or the other on what you're going to do. Yep. All the quarterbacks are pretty much taken now, so yeah, you'd be left with a bear. But you know what? If that's what he wants to do, we don't need that. I mean, I want Caleb Williams to stay like all the others. So please, Sooner Nation, don't read me wrong here. I want him to stay. But if you're going to be that way and it's going to be about that, that's superficial crap to me. And yeah. you could take your ass on down the road. And I'm not saying I want you to leave, but if that's the way he wants to be, so be it. Don't let the door hit your butt on the way out. And we're going to move on. And in two or three years, we're going to be just fine. 
because yep. we're going to get people that want to be here yep. and not for some superficial reason that they were promised a bunch of stuff or, 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 or it's all about, you know, hits on social media or this or that, you know. We'll get somebody that wants to play in this new culture. And I cannot wait for the new culture to take, uh, to take its head, um, which will start in about what, a week, two? Uh, yeah, yeah, week, yeah, 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 a couple weeks or so. It's, uh, it, it's gonna yeah. get, it's gonna, just like it did in 99, it was a rude awakening. It's gonna be a very similar approach. It's not easing into I, things. I, it's like, we're gonna hit the ground running here. I cannot wait. It's going to be like the days of our lives, soap opera. You know, exactly. Just stay tuned. (laughs) Thanks, guys, man. Hey, enjoy the vacation, man. Good to talk to you. Will do. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. There you go. 405 329 9000 if you want to hop in. Uh, More Caleb Williams updates, uh, more happenings for the press conference, and more coming up next. It is the Sooner Game Day wrap up show late on a Wednesday night, but the Sooners are an 11 win team. They just won the Alamo Bowl over Oregon by 15 points. More to come next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. From Slotsky's family to yours, we send love and well wishes. From our store, curbside and drive-thru, to your car, we bring safely prepared sandwiches, salads, soups, and pizzas. From our oven to your doorstep, we deliver food you can count on for comfort. From the bottom of our hearts, we hope our fresh and familiar flavors fill your stomachs and lift your spirits. It's what we've done since 1971. We're open and here to serve you. Order at Slotskys.com or on our app. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. This is Teddy Lehman, OU football color analyst and on-air personality for The Rush. Walden Cleaners is taking the health and safety of our employees and customers very serious. Those things include employees regularly washing hands, hands hands-free payment options, and free home pickup and delivery options. The Walden family has been providing dry cleaning services to the city of Norman since 1933. Stop by one of our three locations and ask about the Walden's Reward Program. And remember, your clothes never leave Norman. During the holidays, we at Armstrong Bank want to pause and reflect on what's important to us, our customers, our communities, and our bankers. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. As a true community bank, our customers are like family to us. We stand ready to serve you this holiday season and beyond. However you choose to bank with us, in person, online, or over the phone. From our Armstrong Bank family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Armstrong Doc Bank, member FDIC. When you have suffered a major loss, your head might be spinning. So many things can run through your mind. Is my family safe? How am I going to rebuild? Which restoration company will I be working with? After you've determined your family is safe, you should call Brown O'Haver. They will help you with the major questions you'll be facing. They will educate you on insurance claims, how to rebuild, and determine what is salvageable before someone else tells you or bills you for your own property. 405-735-5510 is the number you need to call after you've suffered a loss. 
smart decisions bring the biggest returns. Like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems. A sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Super Game Day wrap-up show. Tyler McComas, Josh Homer with you. Uh, the conversation has turned to the game tonight into Caleb Williams' comments. And the comments from Caleb Williams were... Quite interesting. He he was asked if he's coming back next year. He didn't really give an answer, say that he's going to go on vacation with his family and kind of decide then. But the quote that I'm kind of stuck on, Josh, is he said, we'll see how Oklahoma does and what I decide, end quote. I, I don't know this for sure. I don't have any inside info or inside knowledge on the situation that would, you know, nobody is telling me that this is the case. But I get the feel that that was almost a saying of, I've got an NIL deal on the table from someone else. We'll see how OU responds. And again, that, that's a total guess by me. I have not heard that from anyone. I have no idea that that's the case. But the fact that it's been a month and Caleb Williams is still not ready to kind of make a decision one way or the other and he still wants to go on vacation, <sighs> I, I kind of feel like this is an NIL deal at this point. Maybe some other school out there has said, hey, we'll offer you this or we'll give you this much in NIL money if you come here, and he's waiting to see how OU responds. I, I don't know, but it's such a driver right now in college football, I would not be shocked at all if this is kind of the driving force behind his entire decision. Yeah, it feels that way. Read that quote one more time. He said, uh, uh, we'll see how Oklahoma does and what I decide. That, yeah. That's the quote that I'm stuck what on. What Oklahoma does, which would imply th there's business to be done here. Yeah, I, I think you're right on the money. There's no uh, no nothing really quite to that outside of that's just sort of how the words sound when you hear them and you know the era of college football that we're living in. Uh, I mean, in terms of – We'll see what Oklahoma does. I mean, I think Oklahoma's already 
Dunn had the conversation with Brent Venables and Jeff Lebby trying to pitch Caleb Williams on why this would be as Brent Venables uh, sat down with Dean Blevins, right, on why this would be an attractive marriage for both parties in that News 9 sit-down one-on-one interview. Uh, I I think that that's been a private conversation that Brent Venables and Jeff Lebby have both had with Caleb Williams. But we also saw and heard what Brent Venables said in his signing day press conference where he he made it very clear that if the first, second, or third thing that a player's talking about is a name, image, and likeness, then – Probably it wasn't going to work out under yeah. his his watch at Oklahoma. So we'll see. If that's the direction this thing is headed, I don't like that for OU. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't either because there's a lot of other schools out there that are way more aggressive with uh, NIL deals than OU is. And, and maybe that changes with this new regime, but as of right now, there are some schools that are uh, a little bit more committed to that than, uh, than OU is. So hopefully that's not the driving force in, in this giant decision. But uh, maybe it is with the landscape of college football and what it is today. 405-329-9000. we got a couple empty phone lines if you want to hop in. Let's get back to the phone lines. Dynamite Dan, you're on the postgame show. What's up? What's going on, fellas? Uh, how are we doing tonight? Uh, doing fantastic, Dan. Good to hear from you. Well, you know, last time we talked uh, was eight days, nine days, I guess it was, uh, eight days before Lincoln left to go to uh, USC. We talked after the Iowa State game, um, and I, I was pretty critical that Saturday of a, uh, I guess at the time, what, 10-1 ball club, um, how soft they were, and uh, kind of where we were as a program, and uh, I don't know what it is, 31, 32, 33 days, they all blend together, um, but uh you got to feel really, really good about where we're at right now. And uh, with Coach Venables coming back and uh, he's going to be able to recruit in the southeast and he's always recruited this part of the country in a high level, um, you, you just feel really, really good about where we're at as a program right now. Yeah, no, totally, man. Um I, it, he is the anti Lincoln Riley, and everything that annoyed you about Lincoln Riley—the play calling, the the being soft, the strength and conditioning—everything that annoyed you about the previous head coach is about to be flipped, uh, essentially 180, and handled in a in a totally, completely different way. So yeah, no, I, you should be excited. I mean, he just—I uh, mean, for me being a graduate of the school um i mean and, and at, as you guys are too and in our era he was kind of always the guy that you thought bob was going to hand the torch to too and now for it actually to happen five years later than in hindsight it probably should have been um it's exciting because he's the defensive side's going to be there uh offensively we're always going to attract players um we're gonna play in a high level and i i just i i really do i i, I think the future is bright and um you know hopefully tonight doesn't feel good about caleb but uh you with the product that was on the field tonight it's hard to believe he's gonna walk away from that too because um at the end of the day boys and i, I and i i honestly feel this in 
dispute this. Um, there's no reason this team couldn't go out and shock the world next year and win in year one. And um, obviously it took uh, Bud uh, three, five years to win one, and, and Barry and Bob won in, se- in the second year. Um, but the, the ter- I, 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 and I, I say this, and I, I know it's crazy to think and whatever, but I honestly think Brent could win one next year. I really do. Yeah, Alabama's going to be really good coming back next year. So is Ohio State. But uh, hey, they um, they make a quick turnaround. There, there's a lot of coaches out there that kind of make their run in in year two early on, right? Bob won his uh, first one in year two. I think Saban won his first one in year three. So to to your point, man, when it happens, it, it tends to happen quick with a lot of these coaches, not six seven years down the road. When Oklahoma and Georgia met up in the Rose Bowl, obviously that was Lincoln Riley's first year as a head coach. Was that Kirby Smart's second year yeah, at Georgia? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So see, I, I believe so. And he didn't break through. Obviously, they wound up losing the national championship game, but boy, they they were not very far off from breaking through right there. So yeah, it can be done quickly for sure. Well, and, and I mean, Urban won in two years, I believe, at Ohio State. And Florida, Florida was for sure, but I think Ohio State was in two years. But my my point is, is I'm telling you, though, is and I, I know if Caleb comes back, this team's going to be pretty darn good next year. And and there's going to be a there's a chip on the shoulder mentality. Um, and, and there's some pretty good players on this team on on the on the defensive side too, because they have recruited well on that side of the football. They have, man. And I think the development's going to be really good this offseason. This is going to be a critical offseason, but hey, this is a team that's going to be in much better shape. They're going to be developed better. Um, this, this has a chance to be the most constructive offseason that OU's had in quite some time with Jerry Schmidt and this new staff that they have. I mean, I, without a, are you going to lose some players? Sure. But the guys that they keep are going to be, they're probably going to take a step in a development that they haven't had so far in their career. And I can't wait to find out who, who the defensive line coach is, defensive tackles coach, uh, cornerbacks coach. A couple of spots still that we don't know yet what that looks like on this staff. We've heard rumors that uh, possibly one or both maybe have college football playoff team ties right now. So that would be exciting if you, you add some of the candidates from that that pool list. But, man, uh, you know, you, you want to find out about this Caleb Williams decision and then the rest of it, if you start projecting it to next season, the talent that you have on this roster, I don't think OU's done in the transfer portal yet. So I think there's still a couple of ads to replenish some of these different position groups. And then what's what are these new position coaches going to look like and what can they do with the talent that they'll have in year one? It's going to be exciting. I mean, guys – Eleven and two, um, you never take them for granted. I mean, that's that's a reality. I mean, it's uh, you go eleven and two, and uh, I don't know, like le- leading up to this game, and uh, e- even tonight too, especially in the first half. Um, I mean, you feel good about it in the sense of we're not far off. We really, really aren't, and. Um, you know, you, you you don't want finger point necessarily, um, but if the focus had been there all season long with a full group of guys, I mean, guys, the first half of that football game, 
um, it kind of it kind of made us think and not think, but just realize this team going into the year that that was a team, and, and they were playing with their four. They, they didn't have the four best defensive players. I mean, they were down four defensive players, and then offensively they took care of the football and they played in a high level. That that was what this team was supposed to be all season long. And quite frankly, we all know the focus wasn't there. Plain yeah. and simple. It took Bob Stoops one game to do what uh, Lincoln couldn't do it in 12 games, and that's uh, put OU's best product out on the field, Josh. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Not surprising. Dynamite Dan, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner, 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Uh, how many more? we got one or two more segments I, left before we sign off here. I, I think we can wrap here. We, we got, we got one, uh, one phone call left okay. here and then – Share some final thoughts, and we can call it a night, I think. Let's do that. Who's, who's, uh, who's our final phone call of the night? Kindle, welcome to the postgame show. you got to bring the heat. You're, uh, you're the closer uh, out the pin. Woo, I'm going to bring the heat, man. i got to say, it actually brought a little tear to my eye when uh, Stoops, just, when he saw him getting the uh, Gatorade bucket and the embrace, uh, one of my things I was hoping tonight was I talked to – I texted Tyler during the rush was the uh, thing I would like to see was a uh, game-winning touchdown pass from uh, Caleb Williams to uh, Drake Stoops. Though it wasn't a game-winning, it was a pretty awesome touchdown pass that did happen between the two, and I thought that was pretty uh, pretty awesome, pretty special. And just what uh, Stoops said, you know, when he passed on the visor at the very end uh, on stage, you know, calling the – Bring up to the stage, you know, and uh, like I said, just handing off the visor to him. I thought that was pretty special and just kind of, you know, he just, uh, once again, he kind of, you know, stepped out of the spotlight. He didn't want the spotlight to be on him and he, how he just kind of said, here you go, Brent, this is, this is, this is your, this is your guys, this is your team. And, uh, you know, um, and just, I'll continue to say, like I continue to, um, I've said in the past, you know, with, uh, in regards to what uh, Caleb Williams decided to, uh oh, oh, we lost him there. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, here's he, here's the deal. Caleb Williams, he'll, he'll decide what he decides, and, and that's going to come up a week or two. I, I hope he doesn't, you know, hold off for a month or two months and kind of keep OU in limbo. It's it's been a month. Uh, I hope he arrives at his decision very quickly. But to echo what everyone else has said at this point, yeah, clearly, I, duh, I, I, I hope he's the quarterback at OU next year. But if he's not, it's not the end of the program, and it's not the end of next season. There, there's been great quarterbacks before Caleb Williams. There's been great quarter, there will be great quarterbacks after Caleb Williams, and, and, and you got to have that mentality. He's a great player, sure, but he's not the only guy that can come in here and have success. It's a, it's a place where great quarterbacks have had a lot of success before, and there's – Probably some guys on the roster or some guys uh, coming in that could have some success as early as next year. So I OU's not going to hitch all their wagons, okay, to Caleb Williams for their success next season. I just I don't I don't think it's a live or die situation on his decision. No, it's it's not. I mean, clearly Caleb Williams is a fantastic talent. We saw that again tonight, his ability, the the strength that he has at times to escape pressure in the pocket and then what he can do with his feet moving uh, 
in the pocket, out of the pocket, uh, bouncing off would-be tacklers. The arm strength, I mean, the touchdown pass to Mims was spectacular. He's an NFL-type talent uh, at the quarterback position. It would be a significant loss for Oklahoma. Their immediate future is better with Caleb Williams back to be the starting quarterback for next season. But if he doesn't choose to be here, if he wants to be somewhere else, then guess what that means? That means that probably Nick Evers has a chance to be the next true freshman starting quarterback at the University of Oklahoma. We'll see if maybe there's a surprise transfer portal ad for OU. And then, Tyler, from that point, to me, it becomes all of a sudden what happens to the class of 2023? Well, there's multiple quarterbacks in the class of 2023 that will be chomping at the bit to come play underneath uh, head coach Brent Venables at Oklahoma and underneath uh, offensive coordinator Jeff Levy. So will it be hurtful, harmful for the immediate future for Oklahoma football? Absolutely, I think it would be for, for Caleb Williams to decide to not want to come back. But that opens the door for Nick Evers, and to me, that means potentially you can sign two guys in the class of 23, and somebody I think very, very quickly would want to latch on with Oklahoma. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, 100%. I, I, I agree with all that. Um, that's going to do it for us tonight. It's it's a late night, and it's going to be an early morning for us, but hey, all good, man. Fueled by coffee and caffeine. We'll be back at it tomorrow morning right here on The Ref, uh, breaking down this game, talking about Caleb Williams' decision, and everything else centered around the Oklahoma Sooners, I guarantee it. Appreciate all the phone calls. Appreciate all the interactions. Not just tonight, but through the 2021 season. Guys, we went through a lot this year, okay? We went through a lot. It, it didn't start off great. Uh, the regular season didn't end great. We had an unexpected coaching change and a whole lot of other things thrown our way. But you guys were there every single Saturday and tonight as well. On the phone lines, on the text line. And uh, we love it. We, we appreciate it. So for Josh Elmer, I'm Tyler McComas. We're signing off, but we'll be back with you tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m., 12 hours of OU coverage coming your way tomorrow. We are the homeless Sooner fans. It is the ref. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the ref.